Welcome everyone to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner and today my guests are Jim and Jim, Jim Law and Jim Gerard, and we talk about their company, biocharger. I have known about this device over the years and I got to experience it at the uh, latest Dave Asprey biohacking conference. And I was just blown away, not only by their kind hearts, uh, but they by the energy that I felt and that they are combining so much of the biophysics that we know today that are going to really help change the course of how we look at health and disease. So I hope you enjoy Um, this very fascinating conversation with Jim and Jim. So welcome, Jim and Jim. Well, thanks for having us, Christine. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I had heard of the biocharger for many years. You know, I uh, treat patients with chronic illness and we're always kind of on the, you know, cutting edge of what people are doing and what people are exploring to uh, recover from such a devastating illness. We need to really think outside of the box. And then we all met um, in September of 2022 at Dave Asprey's biohacking conference. Dave Asprey has been a um, a dear acquaintance and always a um, thought leader and pioneer, you know, for um, bringing us the latest and best tools um, to support our health. And, you know, I was, it was so fun, you know, the big part of that conference is not only the community and the energy, but all the fun, you know, gadgets and tools and um, leading edge, you know, equipment that's out there. And your booth was buzzing, literally, and always, you know, full with, um, you know, people around these biochargers. And so I got to experience it myself. I I really felt, you know, when you're in a conference, you're in like, even in the biohacking one, they do a great job, but it's like bad lighting. And like, you know, you're kind of, everyone's traveled and, you know, you're kind of full um, of all this information throughout the day. So you want to maintain your energy. But I remember um, going and having a biocharger treatment and I just felt like super energized and super inspired to learn more. And so here we are having a deeper dive in all of these things. So um, I'm excited for you both to be here. We're excited as well. Great. So Jim and Jim, you know, I want to introduce both of you and make sure everyone understands your expertise and what you brought to the table um, to Biocharger as we explore um, the science and technology. So let's start with Jim Law. Um, Please share like your role and kind of how you um, got started with Biocharger. Sure. Um, So um, I'm, I'm more of the entrepreneur. I've been a I guess a, a chronic entrepreneur for about 20 years and met Jim in uh in 2014. Oh wow. Um, acquaintances with our our sons and uh was just fascinated by the the work that he had had been doing in energies and in in the health and wellness space that I had no idea about. My background was uh, more high tech. I, I spent a number of years with Apple Computer and found that uh, you know technology had a way of uh, improving people's lives in many different ways, and so explored uh, ways to do that. Uh, we had an energy business that we could actually control energy load for literally thousands of locations around the country so that uh, people could, on demand, shed energy load to the utilities if there was a brownout or any type of uh, um, you know, energy crisis going on. And uh, when Jim and I met, uh, I had uh, recently uh, just sold a, a venture we created to Siemens, uh, one of the one of the largest companies in the world. And we uh, was looking for something fun to do. Never imagined myself in the health and wellness business, but yeah. uh, but uh, he and I met and uh, and uh, never looked back since. And it's uh, absolutely the most engaging and fulfilling thing I've done in my life so far. Wow. Wow. I love how life has a divine plan, right? You don't think you're on your path, but we're always on our path and all the things that, you know, really prepped and primed you to, you know, be such a great asset to this, um, you know, this company. So that that's awesome. I love, and I love how your sons uh, connected uh, you both. And so Jim Gerard, so this is really your brainchild, right? And this is kind of a, through your deep knowledge and um, study this came out of uh, your brain is my understanding. And so, Jim, tell us a little bit about um, your background and your expertise. So um, I became interested in uh, this work in the late 1980s. 
I had a landscaping company, came down with alopecia, started looking around my environment, thinking, well, maybe it's my diet. So I cleaned up my diet, uh, being with, you know, uh, around fertilizers and stuff, thinking, well, there might be some issues with uh, fertilizers. So I went to an organic farm convention. Uh, and that's when I first learned about Nikola Tesla. Mm. Uh, believe it or not. So uh, I was just finishing up uh, college. I was an applied math guy, became very fascinated with uh, Nikola Tesla's work, turned it into, uh, you know, from a curiosity to a passion to now a, a business, started researching. About a year later, came across the work of a guy named uh, George Lahosky and Royal Rife and found out that there was uh, uh, applications in this health and wellness arena and began to experiment with uh, some of these early devices, uh, started doing a lot of research, found out that uh, back to the turn of last century, there were literally tens of thousands of practitioners at the turn of last century that were using some form of energy medicine. And uh, you know, the more I delved into it, found out there were you know, thousands of devices that were out there, uh, began experimenting, early 90s, was coaxed into starting to make them. So I used to have people just come over and try some of these early uh, devices I was experimenting with. Caught a lot of interest and started manufacturing my first version of Biocharger in 1993. Wow. And uh, have been evolving it ever since. In uh, 2012, I actually married the work of Lahosky and Royal Rife. And about that time is when Jim became very interested in some of my work. We partnered up and... Uh, you know, they brought me into the 21st century. So, you know, back in back before that, the earliest technology I was using was 1920s technologies and uh, spark gaps and things like that. So I was all analog and uh, they really brought me into the 21st century with, uh, you know, my two partners, Jim and Colin. Oh, love it. Love it. And it was, it was actually pretty cool when, when I first started to understand more about what Jim was doing and it reminded me of Back to the Future, and and you know the original biocharger looked kind of like the flux capacitor. Oh yeah, um, and and um, the the whole thing that was just the, the most incredible feat of all was that he'd accomplished de- designing this incredible platform with entirely analog, no software, no digital, no digital technology, uh, you know, nothing solid state. It was all you know from early twentieth century. I mean, literally the, the newest components were close to 100 years old. So that that was the real feat. And, you know, then to say, look, what would Nikola Tesla, what would Rife, what would Willa Hosky? And there was another fellow, Gershwitz, who Jim was studying that was doing a lot with photonic energy or light. What would they do if they were alive today? They, they wouldn't use this design. They, they develop a platform they take advantage of the cloud. They'd allow other people to contribute to it and the development of it. So we were able to kind of marry um, the legacy technology with leading edge technology, which which allowed people to contribute and the biocharger become much more than it, it could have become if we kept it limited. Mm, they must be very happy, right? Um, wherever they are, right? And the universe now looking at the evolution. And I mean, it's amazing though, Jim. I mean, you've revived such amazing research and knowledge that you really have to seek out, right? It's not, you know, you said you studied applied mathematics, you know, but I, I'm sure like to go into this level of work and understanding and find, you know, how to create something that was, you know, um, pioneered in the 1920s was a lot of your own quest and investigation and, you know, put, uh, pulling together all the dots. So I applaud you for that. And I'm so glad you guys met. So it makes it way easier and probably safer and less, you know, sparks and things happening in the uh, modern uh, living room. And so I definitely want to dig into the science of like what it is and why it works and, you know, all of those things. But I think in order to really set the backdrop uh, for understanding, you know, I, again, I, I see patients every week, there is definitely no shortage of chronically ill uh, patients. And, you know, really, unfortunately, there are more and more of these modern chronic illnesses are on the rise. And we have lots and lots of thoughts about why and, you know, what to do. But, you know, what are, like, what's your perspective? Why do we see 
such a rise of these chronic, you know, conditions um, in our modern lifestyle. So I'll go to the high level response yep. on that, and then Jim can go into the, the mechanisms of action and, and as deep as you'd like to go on it. But it, it really boils down to the further away from nature we get, the sicker we're becoming. You know, the CDC five years ago, when I first started really looking at the rate of chronic disease, I, I fell out of my chair when I, I found that more than four in 10 American adults had at least one, one form of chronic disease. Five years later, so in 2022, that stat has been updated. Now, six in 10 American adults have at least one form of chronic disease, and four in 10 have two or more. You know, the, the other thing is it's the first time since the beginning of mankind that a younger generation, the millennials, are projected to not live as long as a prior generation, Gen X. Mm. And that that really resonates. And so when you look at that and say, okay, what's the root cause? And um, the work of a Dr. Jerry Tennant, world-renowned MD, uh, author of a book called Healing is Voltage, which is really dials it in. Um, you know, when we think of ourselves as a biochemical system, um, and it, we really need to think of ourselves more like an electrical system. Uh, from that standpoint. And he studied 80 chronic diseases and he found there was one common characteristic and that was inadequate cellular voltage. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that the importance of that was because the the two most uh, important functions of healthy cells was uptake of nutrients and dealing with toxicity or eliminating free radicals and oxidative stress at the cellular level. When you lose energy, if you don't have proper, literally, voltage at the cellular level, uh, those two functions diminish. And mm-hmm. the importance of that is, as you know, and I'm sure your audience knows, is that the only way our body can heal or recover uh, and cure itself is through regeneration. And while we're having this conversation, we're manufacturing two to three million new cells a second. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, if we're not getting the proper energy level, then those cells aren't perfectly healthy new cells. Now, where's the energy come from? Well, or the lack of energy. Why the lack of energy? Well, the EPA did a study in 2021 and determined that on average, we Americans spend 93% of our our time indoors. Mm. So there are four distinct energy types that exist in nature that are vital to our health and wellness, all are backed with scientific and medical validation and studies that while we're indoors, that 93% of the time, we're completely blocked from. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when you compound that with the fact that while we're inside, which all of us are right now having this conversation, there's Wi-Fi, there's you know, cell phones, as we know, Um, And and there's all types of, you know, you mentioned artificial lighting, fluorescent lighting. There's all types of energies that I don't think any of us would argue were Mother Nature's intended energies for our bodies to function from. Mm. So kind of as a consequence to our modern day lifestyles, we have an energy shortage at the cellular level. And until we can restore that energy level, then our bodies can't produce and and regenerate perfect new cells that, of course, then can overcome any existing or future um, issue. Um, So kind of at the end of the day, what the biocharger is doing is it's replicating and amplifying those four distinct energy types. And Jim will will go into some detail on that. I'm sure you'll you'll love that. Um, In a way that by sitting next to it as we are now for 12 minutes, and we're not running the biocharger now or our this Zoom call would would start. You you start to see some behaviors in our electronics that would be a little. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I bet. Right. We'll try it again, but just by sitting here for twelve minutes is actually bathing our body or surrounding our body with those four energy types in a way that now our 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 bodily you know our our bodies can actually absorb and at the cellular level begin to improve cellular performance. Hmm. Thank you for sharing all that. And I love um, that you brought up uh, Dr. Tennant's work. I often share, you know, how we're all on our path. When I was at 
University of Virginia many years ago, um, Dr. Tennant actually came to a class that I took. I was still very much deciding whether or not to become a medical doctor or a naturopathic doctor. And I took this complimentary and an alternative class in the nursing school, my fourth year of school. And I just remember, you know, he shared his journey and, uh, you know, there were so many things that struck me of that first that he was taken out of life for so long. His personal story really can empathize with many of the people who have chronic illness uh, today that he was bedridden for um, almost a decade, I think. And then uh, what really turned the um, corner was his own self-study of, you know, energy and the use of scanner technology to really change basically the recognition and the voltage, you know, of, of his immune system. Um, so I, I love that. That That's a great book. If people want to, you know, deep dive healing of, um, as his voltage is still, I think, very, very relevant. And, you know, these uh, illnesses are complicated, right? And when somebody comes to see me, there's like so many things wrong and so many things that we need to do, but they're really simple at the same time, right? As you're mentioning, there's this disconnection from how we are wired to heal. And I come from the perspective that we have this innate intelligence that we're always trying to be towards, you know, health and that the body has this amazing wisdom to self-regulate and heal. And we just have to get out of the way, you know, in many ways. And so, so no, I, I love what you're sharing. And I think this would be a good time, you know, Jim, Gerard to share about these four natural energies, right? So what, what is, you know, Mother Earth really sharing on a regular basis that modern life is disconnected? And feel free, um, my audience can understand, like, if you want to talk about any of the field interactions, you know, between cells or the biofield or, you know, however you want to share that interaction, uh, feel free to, um, share that as well as we're going through these energies. So first and foremost, our sources are lightning discharges. So most people don't realize that there are over 100 lightning strikes on the planet every single second. Each one is generating hundreds of thousands of harmonics that span AM, FM, shortwave, longwave, UHF, VHF, microwave, millimeter, all the way up to visible light, which is what we call white noise. Now, every other planet in our solar system, actually the whole universe is doing the same thing as well as the sun, what we call solar flares or solar storms are really just atmospheric discharges around the sun that contribute to, again, what we call cosmic rays that are vital for our life. And when we're indoors, you know, that have uh, especially, uh, you know, cement buildings that have rebar in it or metal roofs, that's literally blocking that natural energy that's vital for us. And up until the advent of the light bulb, we spent, you know, hours outside, whether it was tending to the crops or gathering our uh, uh, wood for the heat. You know, we spent most of our time outdoors uh, during the sunlight hours. And then at the sunset, you know, we go back, we go to go to sleep. And nowadays we're sleeping hours after sunrise. We're up hours after sunset and we're spending a very small amount of time in there. We also have this energy, the magnetic field, which is uh, you know, from the earth itself. That's partly what drives our gravitational systems, our GPSs and things like that, that uh, uh, all work off of this magnetic field that's generated from the earth, which is also very vital. That's why when we go outside, especially if we're barefoot and things like that, you're more interacting with that magnetic field component of it. With that frequencies and harmonics, there's this electric field or voltage, you know, that's in our atmosphere that also contributes to it. And then finally, there's that visible light component, you know, not just that sunlight but there's that natural light so that natural light i'm referring to is more of that blue in the sky so one of the most common questions children ask their parents is what causes that blue in the sky and many of them may you know erroneously say that it's the water because the earth is mostly water it's a reflection of water but it's really all these gases in the atmosphere that get excited to fluorescent releases photons of light, thousands of different wavelengths in the infrared, far infrared, near infrared, visible light spectrum, ultraviolet spectrum, which is also contributing to this vital force in our bodies. Now, how do, how do all these energies really interact in our body? Mm-hmm. You, know, um, you know, for a long time, well, the last 80 years, we believe that there's this, you know, chemistry that drives electricity, which is true. You know, and, and it's, you know, the, the purest form on a cellular level, you have these positive and negative charges. 
that surround the cell membrane. Now, when these charges are sufficient enough, they'll trigger what they call ion channels. It could be the sodium potassium pump or ATP, which is your cell's battery, it generates mitochondria. It also be uh, uptakes in proteins, nutrients, hormones. There's also the detoxification effect. So the cells fermenting as it's going through the oxidative stresses of you know, existing, it's generating this waste product that also uh, goes through intercellular membrane. And when there's not enough of that charge, it doesn't trigger these healthy cellular functions. So first and for foremost is that electric field that I was speaking to earlier. This electric field actually helps to make that cell membrane more permeable by stressing the cell membrane like a dielectric and uh, cause it to electroporate to trigger these healthy cellular functions. Mm. Now, magnetic fields work a little different than electric fields. So magnetic fields can't stress the cell membrane to trigger those ion channels. But what magnetic, magnetic fields do is affect those ion charges as they're moving around in the body. Ions that are moving in and around the, in the body and it's in the presence of a magnetic field. As they're moving, they act like little generators and pick up that electric charge to, again, trigger those healthy cellular functions. So they both sort of do the same thing in different ways. The electric field makes the cell membrane more permeable. The magnetic fields, which are like the PEMF systems uh, that are out there, as many of these systems are out there, they're really working with those ion channels or the uh, ion charges in and around the cell membrane. So at the end of the day, they're both doing the same thing, which is helping to uptake nutrients, detoxify, and help to make new cells better. Mm. Now, we're also producing, the uh, uh, in nature, we're producing variable radio frequencies and harmonics. So not only is the cell's magnetic and electric properties, but there's a vibrational component to it. So mm. atoms vibrate at the speed of light. There's a, you know, physics, they start to look at what they call the magnetic resonance spectrum. So in the nucleus of the cell, there's these, strong magnetic attractive forces that are in the nucleus that create frequencies within what they call the magnetic resonance spectrum, which is really what our imaging is based off of. So uh, as the, all these energy technologies you know, fell to the wayside, they continued to develop the diagnostic side, which is really what MRIs, CAT scans, things like that, or look at more of that energetic part of, the, of that cell. So within that magnetic resonance spectrum, all the cells vibrate. It goes from low kilohertz up to 20 gigahertz. And then above and beyond that, there's what they call the molecular band spectrum. So molecules vibrate within the infrared, far infrared, near infrared, visible light spectrum. And that's why you see many of these devices that are using infrared or far infrared and near infrared is they're literally resonating on a molecular level. So when we're outside, we're exposed to that white noise of that wide ranges of frequencies and harmonics, we begin to affect that magnetic resonance spectrum, as well as the molecular band spectrum to, again, add energy into the system through sympathetic vibration, tuning forks of the same pitch. So if I have two tuning forks of the same pitch and I strike one through sympathetic vibration, the other one will start vibrating. Mm -hmm. Similarly with the radio. So when I set my car radio at 95.1, I'm literally vibrating the antenna at 95.1 megahertz, and I have a receiving antenna that's tuned to that. Well, at a cellular level, the same thing is happening. So each cell is like this one-band radio receiver looking for that particular frequency to pick up on. And when we're outside, we're exposed to that white noise that add energy through sympathetic vibration. And then finally, we have a visible light component that we get outside that's a very important part of life. And that helps with the uptake of vitamin D. That helps with mitochondrial function. There's you know, more of the perceived health benefits for bone breaks, even for depression. They're using, it. They're using all sorts of different applications with it. So uh, as we started to look at all that um, and started to look at what we were doing with the biocharger, we noticed that we were generating all four of these different energy types. You know, and by adding all these four different energy types, we're adding energy to the system on a cellular level, so it helps to work function properly. Hmm. Wow! Right, I'm I'm following, but a lot of people probably are like, you know, listen to it a few times, right? But you know, there's electric fields, yeah. right? Electric information, magnetic, and those are intertwined, right? So whenever yeah. there's electric field, there's magnetic field, vice versa. There's this concept of vibration. And then there's this concept of photonic energy, if, if that's the right word, or yeah, you know, yeah. that's amazing, right? How Mother Nature takes care of us, right? And how we have moved so far away from it. 
I have some curiosities just on as we're staying with the four um, energies before we kind of go to the next step. So I'm really interested in Pop's work around coherent light in the body and like biophotonic coherent light and the communication that, you know, essentially healthy cells emit coherent light and unhealthy cells either emit too much or too little. Um, But this idea of like coherence and bio uh, photons in the body, can you just relate some of the concepts on how these energies relate to that piece? Sure. Well, nature generates more of that coherence. So Mm -hmm. nature is all about a series of pulses. So everything Mm -hmm. in nature is about pulses, whether it's those hundred lightning strikes on this planet or any other planet that's going on, it's all about pulsing it. So, you know, there's always that, uh, there's the idea of some EMFs are really bad. You know, you got the power lines, you have cell phones, you have microwaves. All those tend to be very continuous waves. They're not pulsed, they're not modulated, but they're a continuous wave, which is really at the heart of coherence and incoherent energy. Uh When you drive something to a continuous wave, then it really sort of entrains you where as you pulse it like nature does, it allows the body to go back to that homostasis for that short period of time while you add energy and let it absorb it, add the energy, let it absorb, which is more of that coherent style of energy versus that uh, incoherent, even though they sound to be almost opposite, you know, that the incoherence is really because it's a continuous wave. Now, you know, um, power lines can't be pulsed because if they did, the motors would be surging off and on, they burn up. Communication can't be pulsed because it would be uh, secure. You wouldn't have an established connection back and forth. So that's, I believe, a big difference between that incoherence and coherent waves is it's mainly the, due to how it's generated. It's not per se the 4G or 5G, the frequency of it, but it's the continuous wave versus the pulse part of it. And then all the information goes along within that coherent wave or incoherent wave from you know communications and things like that that go on that I think also contribute to what we see in the body as uh, you know probably not as helpful than would it be as a a pulse type of wave? So I think that's really the big differential is whether it's a pulse wave or a continuous wave is really what is at the heart of everything. Whether it's our heartbeat, everything else, it's pulsing. Whether it's our nervous system, whether it's our, you know, all these synopsises and everything else that's firing in our brain, it's all related to pulsing off and on. And when things become continuous, that's when we start having problems. Oh, thank you for that. Because, you know, those that terminology, as you said, PEM, for instance, that's a pulsed electromagnetic field, right? So the pulsing, some of um, my friends who have other technologies is like the body can only receive really pulsed information in a healthy way. So I, I'm really glad you shared that with us. And then it's okay if we don't want to go there, but it's just a curiosity of mine. So I'm always thinking about, um, you know, health, disease, how to support people. And I was really moved by Pollock's work around the fourth phase of water and how like that phase of water has such a battery effect right in the body and all these other properties. And so we know like, okay, UV and uh, maybe the infrared, but, you know, many other things um, can help um, to enhance and amplify that in the body. Cause I think that's a big part of staying healthy, like having exclusion zones, um, you know, in within the cell and around it. And so do you have any thoughts that you can share to the audience about how these energies apply to um, easy water, structured water, coherent water in the body? Yeah, I think it, uh, you know, there's multiple levels that you can look at in the water. So there was a uh, an experiment that was done hundreds of years ago where they were investigating the, you know, this charge effect of water. Can't recall what the guy's name was. Uh, but he shot water through a fine needle and there was a, a gold leaf that was suspended in the air and that leaf would pick up an electric charge. Mm. So there was a guy named Walter Baumgartner about maybe 40 years ago now that started experimenting with this device. He started going all around the world with these different water samples and he was you know, putting impre- you know, impressing that voltage onto the leaf. And he found that there was a correlation between between the type of water, the quality of water, and that surface voltage potential stored on that leaf. So waters that came from Mexico City, which is the lowest voltage that he measured, you know, which we you know, 
correlate to maybe less healthy water. And then he found that the best water was uh, the Lords of France, which had the highest voltage potential. So really, when you look at it, there's a charge potential that's stored across there, but there's also within the water structure that there's that whole crystal lattice that's laid out within that, that as you begin to produce these wide ranges of frequencies and harmonics, you can begin to program a little bit for, say, these you know, crystalline structures that are in there to actually be more helpful water. You know, when you add these charge potentials, you're going to change that phase angle that's within the water. Uh, so there's many different dynamics with it. And I believe that that's a, a part of what's actually happened on a water perspective. And really, when you look at uh, industry, things like that, they're beginning to embrace it, especially with water now. You know, yes. Now we're purifying water with light. But now they're starting to purify in ozone, but now they're even looking at with high voltage. So, you know, before that, they were they applied it into the food processing. So one way is that they came up with a cold sterilization, pasteurization of the water used to be boiling was the preferred method. Whereas they found out you can actually literally stick voltage into the water, high voltage, and it will help to kill the bacteria and viruses without really having an effect on the actual structure of the water or of the food. So now they're starting to actually apply that to even water purification now. So voltage is a very important part that along goes with that light. But frequency, I think, is another whole dynamic that is, I don't think that has been fully embraced into the water purification side. But when you really look at it from a structural, crystal and structural point of view, you can see the benefits of those frequencies and harmonics and how they work. Mm -hmm. Thank you for for that um, explanation. And again, my I have many more. <laughs> we could do a whole conversation about water, right? But we'll we'll <laughs> focus, right? Um, so we've been talking about um, harmonics, frequencies. You know these types of concepts. You mentioned um, you really study the work of Rife. Um, many people in my uh, community might have heard of a Rife machine, right? Or they have one, or they have you know um, these different frequency generators. And there's this idea around the health impact of select frequencies to target um, a biological effect of the body. So can you just maybe, I think that word gets like thrown out a lot, right? Frequency, which is, it's great. You know, we're, we're getting more people to use the language, but first maybe like, you know, the proper definition with frequency and then um, talking in its role in health and then we can integrate it in all the, like this whole frequency library in the biocharger and explain more of what that means. So, you know, back to what I was mentioning a little bit earlier with the magnetic resonance spectrum. So everything is vibrated in a different frequency. Uh, there's many ways you can look at it. You can look at it. You know, every cell has a certain diameter. That diameter corresponds to length, which corresponds to a wavelength. So, you know, as, as you alluded to with our recipes or programs, some of our recipes are driven based off of that size. So if you understand the size of a certain targeted outcome, then you can uh, generate that particular harmonics. If you know how we you know, generate the variable frequencies and harmonics, the way we generate it, we can actually target for specific outcomes. But uh yeah, you know, that whole idea of really it's just about adding energy into the system through resonance that, uh, you know, again, tribute, contributes to these healthy cellular functions. So at the end of the day, it's just all about adding energy into the system to help contribute to this healthy cellular functions. So, you know, within certain spectrums, you have up to 20 gigahertz that you can, you know, you can affect everything on a cellular level. And then above that, on the molecular level, you have that from... 20 gigahertz, which is, you know, up into the uh, uh, microwave range, up and beyond that into the uh, millimeter range, into uh, infrared, far infrared, near infrared. Through the electronics that we generated with the biocharger, the way in which we generate the variable frequencies, harmonics, we can actually target it. So the way in which we actually do it is, um, you know, we combine the work of Royal Rife and George Lohoski. So Right machines had the certain benefit of these variable frequencies and harmonics. And one of the, the keys that Wright discovered was is he generated what they call sideband harmonics. So these hot sideband harmonics were generated as you pulse a carrier wave. So I like to go back to music with it. So in music, if you have two different notes, you generate a harmony or harmonic. By very one of the notes, I generate different harmonies or harmonics. So what we're doing with the biocharger is is where we have a carrier wave and we're pulsing it at different frequencies. And as you pulse it at different frequencies, 
you generate unique sets of hundreds of thousands of harmonics that we're generating. And we're generating these harmonics that span AM, FM, shortwave, longwave, UHF, VHF, all the way up to visible light. So hundreds of thousands sounds like a lot of harmonics simultaneously, but when you look at the C from you know that zero to visible light, it's literally quadrillions of frequencies. So it's literally a spit in a bucket. So mm -hmm. what we're able to do with the recipes of programs is as we pulse it, we could generate different sets of harmonics. So we could slightly change that note. So you're just slightly changing the harmonics or you can just randomly, like nature does, just generate uh, different harmonics or frequencies and let the body actually tune or you know lock into what's specifically looking for. So depending on how we create our recipes, we could be either targeted for a particular outcomes. So if we know what frequency range that we want to work within, then we just target those pulse frequencies to just generate those particular harmonics. Or we could be more of that random event like nature does where we're just generating, you know, let the body tune into what's looking for. So if you you look at each cell, there's quadrillions of frequencies that fall within that, you know, they're all like little one band radio receivers looking for that particular frequency. So if one of those hundreds of thousands uh, hit that particular frequency, now you just transfer energy into it. So as we change it, now we're beginning to affect more cells. If we want to be more of a broad range or if we want to be more targeted, then we just keep it in within that targeted area we want to work with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's this concept like in the human body of resonant frequencies um, and that um, every cell or tissue or organ or system has an ideal resonant frequency range for optimal health. And um, that's kind of how I try to share that with um, patients to kind of open their, you know, understanding. Like, first of all, I think that's amazing, <laughs> you know, that we we know and we can map the body in that way. And then second of all, we can feed the body information um, as you so um, brilliantly shared along the way um, to restore it to balance. And so can you just um, help us to understand this concept of resonant frequencies and how they relate to the human body, if you if you can? Yeah, yeah. So it's really that more of that resonant effect is is when you hit that particular frequency, you're literally transferring energy. So yeah. so when the cell becomes disease, there's going to be slight changes within those resonant frequencies. You know, particularly you know, like if you look at an unhealthy cell or cancer cell, they tend to be more oblong whereas a healthy cell tends to be more spherical. So when you start to change the shape of that cell, you begin to change that resonant frequency within the cell. There's this natural vibration where it's supposed to be vibrating at, and it sort of morphs off into something else because of its physical shape that occurs. And that also has an effect on the voltage and things like that. So, you know, there are many new devices that are, are uh, even in medical community, community where they're identifying how this voltage impacts on a cellular level. And um, uh, there was a study that was done uh, at Wheeling Jesuit University in the late 1990s. It was a $65 million study. They were uh, investigating the effects of these electric fields on cell membranes. And what they found is depending on that type of cell is one of those cells with first electroporate and driven. And most of that was either driven through the physical shape of the cell. So if it's perfectly spherical, it evenly distributes the charge, where if it tends to be more oblong, it concentrates the charges on the edges. So it does not build up enough of a charge evenly distributed that makes it work as well as when it's, you know, that oblong shape. And then there's also the characteristic of the cell membrane. The physical characteristic actually changes and becomes a little bit more conductive. So when that happens, it's not the ability to hold that charge across the cell membrane is, again, greatly diminished. So when you have less healthy cells, first and foremost, is that voltage that's triggering it, but it's also being influenced by the, the frequency of it. So if you generate the right radio frequencies, then you can begin to you know, add energy into the cell at the cellular level. So they sort of all interact together in order to help improve that healthy cellular function. Mm, thank you. And I, I haven't um, you know, really like deeply dove into Rife's work, I know it on a cursory level. And I mean, how did he figure out all these frequencies? I mean, or, and also um, well, the other- they started doing this, you know, back yeah. in their early 20s and 30s, they started outlining this. So, you know, yeah. that magnetic resonance spectrum that I was talking about, that's the yeah. whole basis of MRI. So they've been developing right. it over time. Same thing with the molecular band. They, you know, they've outlined that whole spectrum and it's it's pretty well detailed out, you know, 
I've carried around this chart for about 35 years and I've outlined <laughs> this whole thing. And it's the, if you ever watch uh, Big Bang Theory, it's one of those charts that they show on the back, the whole EMF part of it. But that's right. partly. So it isn't just Royal Wright, but there is a, many other researchers. The whole physics community has really been investigating it, but it's primarily driven towards the diagnostic side and not so much the therapeutic yeah. side. Yeah. Well, and, and one of the things that, that I think Wright was first noted for was he invented a microscope that could look at a living organism at around 10,000 power. I think it was in 1907, something like that. And it literally took us almost 100 years before we made a more powerful device, considering what he did back then. And, and then he used that along with a frequency generator or shortwave radio to start chronicling the effects of these frequencies on you know, different types of cells and then parasites and any type of living organism. As Jim was mentioning, he actually, in, in the 1930s, they did an AMA study using a Rife machine that was uh, conducted by the AMA. And uh, there were 14 stage four cancer patients. 12 of the 14 were cured in 30 days using the, the Rife machine. And they actually wrote up an article on the front page of the San Diego Tribune, San Diego Scientist Cures Cancer, outlined everything that had happened. That was the last thing that was pretty much written about that. He, he died a poor man, much like Tesla, was, was persecuted, and uh, but was brilliant uh, nonetheless. And that work continued. And, and now, um, you know, there's not only TED Talks, there, there are worldwide databases of frequencies showing their association with all types of living uh, organisms and disease. Uh, and it's it's amazing, especially with some of the things that have happened in the last couple of years, uh, the, the work that's been done on specific frequencies and the effects that they can have on some of the, some of the conditions that were, were new to us in the last couple of years. Wow. Wow. Yeah, the, I, I think as we mentioned, maybe even offline before we came, it's like there's this... Um, tipping point, right? Of just like more and more people um, ascribing to wanting to understand and apply this um, in medicine, right? And I'm glad there's a whole body of knowledge and people working, you know, to put these things together. It's amazing. Let's go more into the device. So um, that was really amazing to share just like, okay, why we're so disconnected, really, what is nature offering us? I mean, maybe get out of the way. Like people are like, well, why don't we just, you know, go outside and feel better and, you know, then we'll be healed that way. I mean, obviously there's a role in that, but I mean, this is a therapeutic device. I mean, I, I would say in many of my patients, um, they need a lot more than just going outside and being in nature, which I totally have as part of our protocol. But when you're, when you're, when you're sick, right, you need, you need a therapeutic plan to uh, get back online and then um, maintain our health, but I just, I mean, how do you answer that question that I'm sure you get all the time? There's a couple ways as far as um, the device or uh, the biocharger itself. Maybe if I describe uh, some comparative systems that you uh, probably yeah. most people are familiar with and how we've kind of stacked those together. So um, the pulse electromagnetic fields, PEMF, um, you're familiar with mats and different devices all of which either have you physically in contact with it or have some type of apparatus. Uh, there are different designs, but essentially they all do the same thing within a certain range of frequency. Um, what we've been able to do with the biocharger, and this is part of, you know, kind of my background with Apple was, you know, Steve Jobs always had a philosophy of beginning with end user experience in mind. And we thought, you know, you know, people don't necessarily want to be confined to laying on a mat, especially in a public place for, you know, 30 or 45 or 60 minutes. They also, you know, don't don't like to necessarily have an apparatus on them or feel any discomfort. Um, and so we thought, okay, so let's find a way that you can sit next to the biocharger and, and get the full benefit of each of these energies. And so we were able to create a high enough concentration of PEMF fields and the way we control them, which is the, the benefit of having a platform where our software and our intellectual property and patents are around the way that we can combine those energy energies and control them in very specific ways with frequency sets and groups of frequency sets, et cetera. But from a PEMF standpoint, instead of having limited application, we're actually 
surrounding your whole body with PMF. So by sitting this close, you're getting uh, a much higher concentration. So it requires a much shorter period of time and no physical contact. Mm -hmm. um, when Jim talked about um, the photonic energy, and you mentioned photonic energy or light, uh, PBM, photobiomodulation, there's a lot of different terms for it. But you know, essentially, it's cosmic light. And as he pointed out, the the charges from the lightning strikes that are happening around the world are exciting the element gases that are in our atmosphere to for to fluorescence, and then those produce their own range of frequencies in the visible light spectrum that are very healing. So, you know, most of us are familiar with infrared, far infrared, cold laser, red light therapy, of course. And all of those use one or two of uh, an element gas to produce those frequencies within a certain range. Um, what's unique about the biocharger is that we've actually combined six element gases um, that combined create a wider range of healing frequencies within the visible light spectrum. And we're also producing that light uh, in the same way that Mother Nature does. Jim mentioned, you know, the constant versus pulsed or, 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 or pulse modulation. And the way that we're creating that visible light, as you'll see, is by the high voltage components. So this is the only solid state patented Tesla coil in the world that's producing upwards of 600,000 volts. And by radiating that energy through the air, similar to, you know, what he was talking about in the study, the effects it can have on cell membranes, that's where the excitation of the gas is coming. So instead of having hardwired constant signal, you're creating the light frequency from the high voltage that is all, again, pulsed. So that, you know, we like to think is a superset of most of the other photonic energy of the frequencies and harmonics. Um, Rife machines, and there are hundreds of companies that make different Rife machines and things like that. And, you know, there's there's some real merit to it. There, there's no question. We are all, you know, like Tesla says, you know, if you want to know the secrets of the universe, think energy, frequency, and vibration. And so, you know, frequency is undoubtedly part of our makeup or, you know, you know it's part of the world we live in. And why not use it to our advantage? Um what, what Jim was able to do and what we've been able to take even further because of the, the solid state design and, and the way that we created uh, the cloud infrastructure and, and that we can package these energy and frequency programs into what we call recipes for very specific outcomes is, is kind of the magic. And that's based on using the right frequencies and harmonics in conjunction with the other three types of energy and then the voltage piece. Um, there aren't a lot of, you've, you've heard of microcurrent, you know, people have TENS machines, things like that. We're one of the only systems, not only do we stack all these four energies together, but you can, you know, we're generating this high voltage in the same way that these tests, you know, again, mimicking nature, replicating nature with those lightning strikes. But, you know, in, in conjunction with the study he was referring to, we're, we're literally... Uh, allowing you know your cell cell membranes to be exposed by this high voltage in a way that allows the cell to electroporate, create ion channels to get more better uptake of nutrients and, and toxicity. So it's really kind of the magic is being able to combine the four and then to have the cloud infrastructure that allows us to continue to develop new applications for the biocharger. I mean, you were mentioning that many of your many of your patients or, or clients have uh, chronic issues, some Lyme disease, other tick-borne diseases, chronic fatigue syndrome, neuropathy, things along those lines. We actually have, even though we're not a medical device and we don't cure anything, we have recipes or energy and frequency programs designed specifically to help support from those conditions. And so, again, we're allowing uh, the, the, these energies to be targeted in very specific ways, help your body or help support your body recover from those very specific conditions. And that's kind of the magic of it. It's uh, we now have um, we, we originally when we launched the biocharger in 2015, um, we had about 10 recipes and we had, we had one for energy. We had one for athletic performance, one for pain relief, 
one for depression, we call it happy days, which, uh, you know, it's kind of a, it, it's, it's a, one of the first, but most common used. Um, and today we have over 1200 different recipes wow. and, and every client in the world or in 43 countries now outside the U S as well has access to all of those recipes. And that that's part of the magic of what we're doing as well is we can continue to enhance it and everyone gets the benefit from it. Oh, I love that. I love that. Cause you know, we need, you know, we need more and more evo- um, evolution of, you know, our tools as people are sicker and sicker. So I, I love that you, you know, you get a unit and it stays relevant for a long time. What are, I mean, if you feel comfortable sharing like any like anecdotes, I mean, are, you know, this patient population, as you mentioned, like, let's just say Lyme disease, right? You know, they've tried a lot of things, right? And they do so much to maintain um, their health and get better. Any like anecdotes of how like a Lyme patient interacts with the biocharger? Um, Sure. So one of the things when we first were releasing, first off, our, our corporate offices are based up here in eastern Massachusetts, out, the, out on Cape Cod. I, I know we talked about this a little bit earlier. Yeah. Anyone who's ever been to the Cape, you know, we're, we're booked right in nature right here. Um, mm-hmm. But, but um, it's also the wine capital of the world. Um, and so New England was one of the first areas of, of country, but also in the world that really started to treat Lyme disease rather than ignore it and write it off as a bunch of hypochondriacs that had more, more symptoms than whack-a-mole. So we were able to do market research when we first launched it before we sold the first system. And we started with 12 um, chronic Lyme sufferers. And it mm-hmm. wasn't hard to find them. We, 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 did a quick, <laughs> we did a quick ad and, and you know. Open your door, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah we, were, we were pretty popular pretty quickly. But um, all we did was have them come in um, three to four times a week for 30 minutes. Mm. And back then we had some, some um, wider, Jim was mentioning, you know, some of the broader sweeps versus very specific sets. But we had a combination, and, and we actually had a client who was, was over in uh, um, Sweden that was very familiar with Lyme and had done a lot of energy work at 8,000 hours of energy studies. And so he was really kind of wow. coaching us along the way. And in that 30 day, that total of 30 days, um, eight of the Lyme sufferers, and, and we saw, I never knew people could have so many different symptoms, you know, from hearing uh to you know being affected by light to night sweats to mental brain fog just on and on and on skin conditions you know other it manifests into so many different ways as i'm sure you know but eight people said hands down you know my symptoms are all but gone two people said i want to continue further and i've seen some improvement what we found out was they actually, and you've heard the term Herxheimer reaction, mm-hmm. they were actually using it a little more than they should because they knew it was working and it was creating a die-off faster than their body could. You know, you don't have to do that. There's, there's, as you know, there's ways that you can, you know, not create a healing crisis, still eliminate the, you know, the toxicity. Um, and and within a couple of weeks of just taking it down a little bit, they were. Uh, they were in great shape. And the other two um, were no worse off than, and, and the one thing that I, 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 I'll never forget was uh, they were a couple and they said, you know, we're not sure that, that it's really helped our symptoms at all, but we're getting along better than we ever have before. Oh, that's <laughs> and, big. Uh, but, but since then we have um, literally a, a Tony Robbins, who a lot of people know is uh just an incredible superhuman person that unfortunately in 2017 was diagnosed with mercury poisoning. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was when we learned about that and uh, worked really hard to get him a biocharger. We thought it, thought it could help. And uh, I'll just say that, that now we go to events around the world with Tony. Oh. Uh, he has seven of them personally. We had to get a, a custom case built for one that goes on his jet everywhere wow. around the world. Wow. Uh, so four years later, coming up on our fifth year later, 
that is a staple in, in his in his family. Um, we we have probably uh, we we're just in an event in Palm Beach with ten thousand people uh, wow. following Tony, and we had over five hundred customers there, uh, and all of them felt the same way that it's just you know it's been an amazing tool to help get the best out of their lives and and to make the most out of it. Uh, and we have lots of stores like that, but the things that really excite us are are when people um, you know kind of lost hope or they've they just kind of accepted that they're never going to feel better. And then something changes. Mm. And that one little change, you know, has a compounding effect. And the biocharger is a lot of times a common denominator in those, uh, in those situations. Mm. Love it. I love Tony Robbins as well. My husband and I went to, I think, unleash the power within around that same time because he was talking about his mercury uh, poisoning and we walked on fire, did the whole thing. But he's really, I mean, he's really connected. I mean, he seeks out, you know, the best, you know, healing tools on the market. So that speaks really highly of you all um, to be part of his community. Yeah, he's got two. He's written a book that's life-force. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, it's really a, a formative and a great, a great read and, and does some, you know, offer some great uh, advice. And we're, you know, two of the concepts that he references in the book, one is Fountain Life, which is a very high-end concept he and uh, uh, Peter Diamandis have invested in heavily to, to kind of get the most advanced diagnostics and they have an anti-aging component to it and a performance component to it. Uh, we're in those, but even more exciting is uh, uh, one of his uh, concepts called Osteostrong. There are over, I think, over 120 locations now around the country, and they're now growing internationally as well. They've created a biohack technology that takes seven minutes a week and can help increase bone density for those with osteopenia or osteoporosis, which are more people than our grandmothers. I mean, we used to think osteoporosis. Now kids, because some of the meds they've been prescribed for ADHD and whatever have weak bones and, you know, are dealing with this. But basically this concept really works. They can measure, you can see performance difference, but we're now in all of those centers as well. Wow. Uh, and and what the feedback that comes from, you know, this membership of uh, the osteostrom members has expanded far beyond just helping osteoporosis and increased bone density. They've, they've created new revenue streams I mean, for business owners that are you know, offering health services to the community. The biocharger enhances and complements uh, their other modalities or their other treatments. We're in a lot of chiropractors, naturopaths, acupuncturists. Um, so they, and our goal is really to help. We know not everyone can afford one of these in your home. If you can, you should, because yeah. you stop getting sick, you know, brings back the quality of life. Uh, it's kind of like sitting around the modern day campfire. But um, but if you can't, um, we want to make it available so that you can go almost anywhere and uh, and afford to, to do a session and see how you, you like it. And, and if you like it, continue to use it at an affordable price. I love that. I, I didn't know the um, partnership with OsteoStrong. That's really cool. Right. Our bones are liquid crystals at the end of the day. Right. So that's um, really, really cool. And, um, you know, I, w- I was just thinking because, you know, Tony's always talking about stem cells in his books and stuff. Um, do you think that this has an effect on our like resident, you know, stem cells in the body on some level, like a regenerative effect in that way? Yeah. So part of that $65 million study that I referenced at Wheeling Jesuit University yep. One of the things that they looked at is all types of cells, including stem cells. So stem cells actually have the highest voltage potential stored across the cell membrane than either healthy cells or definitely cancer cells. So cancer cells, before they electroporate, can handle hundreds of thousands of volts across the cell membrane. Healthy cells, millions of volts. Stem cells, tens of millions of volts. So part of the research that spun out of that study that happened as far as like separation of stem cells, they found that uh, you can apply voltage. So if you get like a, a bone marrow, you, you put it through an extremely high voltage field, it'll separate everything. Uh, it'll, it'll, only, it'll destroy everything but the stem cells themselves. So it helps you to harvest them out. They also found within that study, 
by frequencies, you can actually program the stem cells to be specific stem cells, and you can actually also enhance the stem cells. So as you get the voltage potential at a certain point, you begin to leak energy into the cell membrane, then you're now adding energy. If you get too much, then you can actually lyse the cell, but that requires literally tens, you know, over 20 million volts to do something like that, especially for stem cells. So uh, I, I think that there's definitely an application to that. We have many uh, places that uh, do stem cells that uh, they use it either before, during, or after all. Oh. Well, this is so exciting. And I mean, it seems like there's probably going to be just more and more doors continuing to open uh, for you all as a company and more and more people um, interacting with the device. And I guess, you know, before we wrap, I'd love to just spend a moment like if people are interested and if they want to learn more or get one, whether it's in their home or their office or um, wherever they may spend their time. Like how how do you all work with people? What, What do you want people to know? Sure. Um, well, first off, we have uh, quite a bit of good information on biocharger.com, which is our website. Uh, we're in all the socials, but in particular, Instagram and Facebook. Um, and we have a private Facebook for our uh, biocharger community. That's um, that There's really good exchange. And uh, we have a locator on our website for a biocharger session for people that want to do that. And if they reference you, We'll go ahead and, and, and reach out to us. Uh, we'll go ahead and, and uh, offer and find a, a local biocharger center that uh, would would offer a complimentary biocharger session for them, any of your clients that would like to go experience it. So let us know. And, and uh, uh, we can also, I, I would imagine we could also put uh, either a coupon code or something if people would like to invest in a biocharger. We've got... Uh, um, some incredible financing programs and whatnot, but we would also offer a nice discount um, to your audience as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's so appreciative. And I just got, I had looked at your site, of course, before, but I um, just popped it up. So I um, was walking there and it's it's a beautiful site, a lot of great information. I love the product comparison point too. So it's like, you know, you can kind of, you know, see what you're missing, right? <laughs> you know, so. Well, no, I I feel like I learned a lot today and I um, know I really know my audience did. And I'm just so excited that there's a tool like this um, employing uh, these principles and this information. I mean, I think that clinics of the future that is, you know, now, right, um, need to really embrace um, this understanding, these concepts. And I just love how these um, devices that used to be so cost prohibitive, even for practitioners to have in their office. Um, but now even home um, users can, you know, really experience um, uh, energy medicine in this way on a regular basis. So I, I know you've touched a lot of lives and you're waking a lot of um, people up and I'm grateful for that. Um, and any party words um, before we, we wrap up, Jim, Jim Law, how about you first? You know, I, I would say one of the, one of the, the greatest accolades that I have um, from what we're doing so far is people, once they begin using the biocharger, becomes a lifestyle. There's a reason for that. And, and I even look at, we were talking about Dave Asprey earlier. Dave got one three years ago and uses it absolutely daily. I, you know, because they're connected to the cloud, we see usage. He's just, many people know he's just moved down to Austin. Yeah. He will not um will not live without a biocharger. He's got to get one right away, but he also doesn't want his kids to be without one up in their, their home in Vancouver. So oh. um and this is four years later where they're using it or, or three years later, where it's a staple in their lives. We were just down in Punta Domita, Mexico with Tony, uh, with his platinum partners. This is four and a half years later. It's still the first. Thing that gets unloaded off his plane uh, and set up in his suite when uh, when he travels anywhere in the world. So uh, Ben Greenfield, you know, any of the, the Luke story, any of the folks that kind of we all look towards and say, you're you can have anything. You look at all of this stuff. The biocharger is absolutely a staple for the long haul. And, you know, there, there's a saying that, uh, you know, new stuff is really cool. New devices. There's a lot of cool, great stuff. but 
nothing's better than proven. Mm, love it. No, that's um, really, really helpful to hear and probably so gratifying for you guys too, right? To see it that is, this becomes such a part of people's lives. Jim, you know, anything you want to share as we wrap up? Sure. I, I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, one thing I really, really enjoy is the opportunity to speak and help educate people more about the technology in general and, and the biocharger. Um, one thing that uh, we as a company are very big on is that educational side. So if any of your viewers want to learn more, just reach out to us. If they want to reach out to me directly, reach out to somebody at Biocharger. I'd love to help educate anyone in any way we can to uh, help move this movement forward. I, again, appreciate the opportunity to you know, to speak with you about all this. And uh, Thank you. Well, um, we're so grateful that you stayed with the course with this technology and met Jim. And, you know, I'm really, um, I'm sure all of the predecessors before you um, are very happy to see that, you know, people are engaging with their, um, this knowledge base um, in this way. So, and you guys are so kind. It's been really lovely to connect. I know that you guys are really kind-hearted. A company as well. So, um, well, I'm glad you're making the education available and thank you so much for um, spending time with my audience and myself today. I, I greatly appreciate it. Since, since they've had to, to sit through this entire piece and, and, you know, wonder what this thing is, why don't I uh, at least start it and see oh, yeah, please. wrap up and if, and if we all blank out, you'll know. Oh, it's yeah. that hey, at least it's <laughs> I know. We'll get a little start going here. The ultimate EMF harmonizer, right? <laughs> That's it. Love it. I think it's really pretty. You know uh, what? Yeah, it is. and it's it's funny. It's funny when you first, when I first did it. You know, I couldn't really feel anything. I wasn't that much of an energetic person. And the more you do it, the more you you feel it. A lot of people, after just one session, notice differences, and and sometimes it's not things that they're looking at, but. But it, everyone has a different effect. But the the other nice thing I mentioned, you know, we designed it so no one, you know, you don't have to physically touch anything. I'm close to it. I'm, I'm being surrounded by these energies. But up to four or five people can do that simultaneously. From a practitioner standpoint, or if you're bringing it in for your family, I mean, no one sits down at the bre- unfortunately, no one sits down at the breakfast table anymore and puts their phones down. Right. And, you know, just has a conversation with their family. Well, with this, you can't put, you can't use your phone. Why use it? It'll, it'll, it'll jump all over your screen. It won't hurt your phone, but it's impossible to use your phone while you're using it. So imagine having this uh, to, to have your family join you with in the morning uh, where everyone goes off on their way to, uh, to charge up and, uh, and reunite around the modern campfire. Love it. Force your teenagers to talk to you, right? That's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, my daughter's still four. So I, I'm just, you know, thinking, you know, we, we got to get that in our home. Uh, get, her start, get her started early. Watch her comprehension, yep. her ability to focus. Let her do her homework when she get, gets into school doing that. Love it. Love it. Creating smarter kids, right? Then we need right. that. well it's lovely and thank you for demonstrating it today and thank you both so much for being on the podcast i so appreciate your time thank you thank you thank you christine thank you all for listening to the spectrum of health podcast i hope you enjoyed my conversation today with jim law and jim gerard and that you felt inspired and fascinated by biocharger and if you want to learn more and see if biocharger is right for you please check out their website and all the great information we have about this amazing tool that can be part of recovering yourself from um, any uh, chronic illness that you might be struggling with. Please check out the information in the show notes, and I hope you have a beautiful day.